I'm Lisa Gilby, a personal stylist based in London, UK. Welcome to the Style Stories podcast, where we explore the why behind clothes, how they are transformative and a powerful tool for success and self-expression. I believe clothes can change how you feel, enrich your life and bring lots of joy. However, there is so much choice in the shops. It's very easy to make mistakes, waste money buying the wrong things and get lost with your style. Join me and a few fabulous guests as I share practical styling and shopping tips and tricks to inspire you to get really clear on the clothes that work for you. Hi there, I'm back, back with some more styling tips. Let's have a little recap on the past couple of episodes, where we are now and what we need to do next and also what you can expect from this podcast going forward as well. So just to recap on the last couple of episodes, last three episodes, I've been going through the process for really getting clarity on the clothes that suit you and uncovering your personal style. So you can then choose clothes that really work for you, that speak to you, that make your heart sing, that make you really feel like yourself, but the best version of yourself. Have you tried clothes on where you've seen it on someone else and it looks great on someone else and then you try it and it just feels all wrong? There's a reason for that. And if you find your personal style and you go through this process with me in the podcast, it's going to really bring the clarity, which is really, really exciting because then you can shop with more intent and you can have less clothes in your wardrobe, but more outfits and more outfits that make sense to you. So it makes everything so much more fun and it really brings the joy back into getting dressed and confidence and all of those things as well. So I'm going to delve into the main part of the show in a second, but I just want to let you know, first of all, what you can expect from this podcast going forward. So today is the final bit in the series where we're finding your personal style. And I'm going to go into that in a bit more detail in a minute. After this, I've got, so these episodes have been released close to each other. Usually this podcast, I release an episode once a week. So after this episode, expect a podcast to be released once a week. The next two coming up are me having chats with some lovely ladies who set up some fashion labels during lockdown. If you're someone that would like to start your own business, it's inspiring to listen to anyway, because these women have really made a success from, you know, falling down really in the pandemic and losing their businesses overnight. And then they've really made something amazing and beautiful out of the rubble, like phoenixes rising from the ashes. So it's just inspiring, two lovely ladies. And it's we do chat about style and fashion as well, because that's the topic of this podcast. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, please make sure you subscribe so that whenever a new episode is released, you will get a notification. And it really helps me to stay well, get into the charts. I'm not in the charts yet, but hopefully I will be in the charts if you're enjoying it. Please share this podcast with your friends if you find this information that I'm sharing useful and enjoyable. So we're going to recap again. So at this point, what you should have done so far is decluttered your wardrobe. That was the first episode. We decluttered and we created a Pinterest board. We decluttered because most people have things languishing in the wardrobe for years and years that they don't even wear because they feel guilty about throwing them away 
oh, my voice went wobbly there, because they've spent money on them. And you think that you should hang on to them. One day I'll wear that. Or if you've put on weight and you think, one day I'll get back into that. Or, you know, you just feel generally quite bad that you've got all these clothes that you don't wear. Some people have clothes with labels still on them that they don't get around to taking back. All of this is not serving anyone. It's not helping you at all. And it's making it harder to find outfits and put good outfits together because a cluttered mind is a confused mind. So getting rid of the clutter is step one. Creating a Pinterest board is another brilliant thing to do because it helps to focus the mind on the clothes that you are naturally drawn to, the things that really appeal to you to start to get into what your taste is. Now, your taste may have changed over the years because obviously we evolve all the time. We're not the same people we were when we were 19. You know, life throws different experiences at you and shapes who we are. Also, your style can be really influenced by where you live in the world. Lifestyle is really a really important factor, obviously. So if you live in the countryside, you're going to need different clothes to someone who's entertaining clients in the corporate world in a city. So, you know, your lifestyle is really, really important. Where you where you are in the world will definitely have influenced your style, the people around you, how they dress. Have you perhaps been overly influenced by the people around you? It's finding what your inherent style is. That's why doing this Pinterest board is so helpful. Try to ignore everyone else. Try to not think what you should be wearing. So other people are wearing floral dresses at the moment and trainers and then think to yourself, well, I should be wearing that. But then you try that look and it's not for you. That's frustrating, but it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you or you don't have style. It just means that you haven't got that clarity on what your style is. And that's what we're really working on today. So if you've done those things, if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode. The next one we dived into. So there are three pillars of style, two parts technical, one part magic. The two technical elements of style are knowing your body shape and the cuts of clothes that suit your body shape and colour analysis. Those are the things I learned at London College of Fashion 13 years ago and then when I trained as an image consultant as well. They are the technical aspects of style. The third pillar of style, the magic, is your style personality. The key clue is in the word personality. It's your essence. It's why if you have two two people on paper who have got exactly the same body shape, exactly the same colouring, they're the same height, the same weight, everything, yet they look utterly different in the same dress. Why? Why is that? That doesn't make any sense. It does because your style personality is your essence. It's your energy. It's your vibe. It's all of those things. So that's what we're trying to get to. What is your vibe? You know, that might not be your vibe. That's why it feels wrong. And people can pick up on that energy. People can pick up on confidence when you walk into a room and you're in an outfit that you know you feel great in you know you've got it right and you know it matches your style personality that really is it's called the halo effect other people can pick up on that and they really then are drawn to that sort of energy and equally people notice when you're holding back your style you're sort of dulling yourself down you're not being brave you're sticking to the same things you've got in a style rut because you're not confident because you're not sure you've got it right And that's why these, you know, going through this process is just so, so powerful. 
And it's exactly why I created the winning wardrobe formula, which is my course. You know, I create these things with absolute passion and I wanted to boil it down and make it really digestible and really easy. That's why I've created these three pillars of style because it's really quite straightforward. The style personality, the magic element, the essence is definitely the most important part of it. So the technical elements of style are the body shape and color analysis. Now body shape, I couldn't go into absolutely every body shape in detail and the exact cuts and clothes that suit each one because it would be boring and it would go on and on. So I created a free guide instead. So you can grab my free body shape guide, lisagilbystyle.com forward slash free. And there's some guides on there. Get the body shape guide. The color analysis was a bit more tricky to explain on the podcast because it's quite, you know, it's a visual thing. And there are so many different ranges of coloring that human beings have. You can't possibly go through it all. But just to simplify it, we are one of the four seasons. So you're either spring, summer, autumn or winter. The main thing to know is whether you are cool skinned or warm skinned. Have you got blue, cool undertones in your skin or have you got warm, yellow undertones in your skin? When you know that, you'll be, you'll be picking the right colours and it looks flattering. It can take years off you. You can look more rested, all of those things. The good news is it's very, very likely that you've been choosing the right colours instinctively because you, you will instinctively know which colours make you look unwell or which colours light you up and make you look really good. I went through a few clues in the last podcast about how you can work out whether you are cool or warm. I know I keep talking about my course but it is only £27 so if you want more info on this get the course it's £27 you've got it for life. You can take your time it takes about an hour to do it that's all but you can take your time and you can do it across the whole summer. You can do it up to Christmas. It's got some really valuable information in there. Workbooks, PDFs, everything. You get instant access to it and you've got lifelong access to it as well. And if you're in my course, you're special to me. So you can ask me any questions on email as well. So grab that. Another quick clue about colour is if you suit pastels. If you don't suit pastels and they make you look ill, you're probably warm skinned. You know, so pastels um, can be quite a good marker for working out whether you're cool or warm but go back to the last episode and there's a bit more detail in there you can hear me turning my page for my notes so I don't go off on a tangent okay so today personal style style personality and tips on getting a more balanced wardrobe so you've got less clothes but more outfits okay so we're just before we go through the outfit part We're just going to do a bit more work on the style personality. Hopefully it's all making a bit more sense. Where is your taste? Where do you you feel more comfortable? Have you been dressing yourself down too much? Do you save things for best? Don't save things for best. Every day is best. Absolutely every day is best. People are not looking at you thinking, who does she think she is? People are probably looking at you if you wear something nice thinking, she looks nice. So unfortunately, there are lots of messages in our heads that people have that hold back style and mean that you end up having a dull and practical wardrobe. I just don't want that to happen. So when you know your personal style, hopefully the confidence will come and then you can start to experiment more with styles and styles that really work for you. So 
the main style types, let's just go over those again. Which one do you think speaks to you best? So relaxed natural, which is what I am. So relaxed natural, like a wash and go hairstyle, really low key. Don't, they're not drawn to pattern or color particularly. Everything just needs to be quite low key. I'd say probably Jennifer Aniston is, is a relaxed natural dresser. Number two, classic. Classic speaks for itself. It's timeless. These people are not driven at all by trends. They like to look polished, pulled together, neat hair, often have very tidy houses. They'd love a blazer, you know, military kind of blazer, Breton stripe. They don't go for big patterns as well or colour either, like the relaxed natural. So their wardrobe will have longevity. I mean, they can struggle with dressing down though. They can struggle with dressing for parties and weekends. And relaxed naturals can veer quite easily into looking scruffy. So what I do to counteract that is I make sure I've got a bit of tailoring in my wardrobe so that I don't look too scruffy. Style type number three, avant-garde. Avant-garde dresses like to have like to be the head turner. They're no wallflowers. Iris Apfel would be a good example of that. Bold patterns, colour, accessories big shoes, whatever they want, trends, you know, another av- a way to think of an avant-garde dresser is someone who always dresses in trends. You can either ha- do your own thing and look creative and bold and all of those things and not follow trends or be more like an influencer and just be wearing the hot trends. That's an avant-garde dresser. Number four, feminine or girly. So that speaks for itself. You like little dresses, you like lace, or you like wearing maxi dresses, you know, but it's dresses more than trousers. You wouldn't really feel comfortable in trousers. You wouldn't feel comfortable in loafers. All of this is in the course in a lot more detail. And I've got visual examples in the course as well. So you can look and see what I'm talking about. Number five is preppy. Preppy is very kind of jumper over the shoulders, um, and that would be loafers again as well, cropped smart trousers. It's quite sort of American high school type look or countryside boating shoes, chinos for the guys. So that's uh, preppy. And a new style type that isn't in my course because it's sort of emerged really since lockdown and it's a bit teen, teenage as well, which is sporty. So these are people who just wear at leisure. So there are lots of uh, grime artists in the UK and rappers and, you know, it's, it's that sort of look. It's that sort of teenage. All my uh, sons and their friends wear jogging bottoms and hoodies. You know, they, they don't wear jeans. They don't even wear jeans. They just wear those kinds of things. So that is a sporty style type. Is that you? Or someone who's maybe a, just likes wearing that kind of thing since lockdown. Okay, so they are the main style types. Which one do you identify with the most? Now we're going to just go into how to make sure your wardrobe is a bit more balanced. So when you've got a bit more of an idea of what your style type is, what can you do to actually get that wardrobe balanced with less clothes and more outfits? What I'd like you to do if you've decluttered, try to assess your wardrobe gaps What's missing? Have you got really scruffy shoes, for example? You need to up, then you need to upgrade your shoes. Have you got no jackets or tailoring? What's missing? Have you got an outfit for going out on date night? What would you wear on date night? Have you got good basics in your wardrobe? Do you really want a pair of trousers? Look, keep looking at your Pinterest board. How does that compare 
to what's in your wardrobe now. Watch, number two, watch your lifestyle. Your wardrobe needs to support your professional and your um, personal life. If you live in the countryside, what sorts of clothes do you need? How often do you work from home? How many actual business type clothes do you need in your wardrobe? How do the people in your workplace dress? Are they dressing in a very formal way? Are they really super casual? Just a little caveat here. Don't dress badly just because everyone else does. That might sound a bit mean, but I mean, I just think people tend to, you know, they look around and other people, oh, they're all dressed down, so I'll dress down. You don't necessarily have to do that. So don't let that impact your style. I hope that makes sense. But your lifestyle is really, really important. Number three, Outfit formula. Think of this as an outfit formula. So you put your jeans on, you put your Converse on, whatever, and a t-shirt, right? That's plain. It's a pretty boring, straightforward outfit. Add a jacket to that. That's your third piece. That's the, that's the outfit formula. You've always got to add the third piece to make it an outfit. It could be a bomber jacket if that's your style. You know, I'm I'm not necessarily a blazer person naturally. I prefer like a cool, like a sort of khaki jacket or maybe a suede jacket, something like that. That would be my third piece, and that creates an outfit. Your third piece could be some really uh, jazzy earrings. Your third piece could be a really beautiful scarf. Okay, so adding that that element to your outfit means that you've got an outfit. So that's why jackets are so handy. And I think every single wardrobe should have some form of jacket in it. And that depends on your style. So if you're classic, you're going to have some blazers in there. If you're avant-garde, you're going to have maybe a floral or a brocade knee-length jacket. You know, I'm just pulling things out the air here. If you're relaxed, natural, you might have a bomber jacket, a suede jacket. What's your version of the jacket? If you're feminine, girly, you might have a soft falling cardigan, for example. If you're preppy, you might have a military style jacket. Do you, do you see what I mean? It's And obviously, if you're sporty, you're going to have a hoodie, right? So what is your version of that? Because there isn't a one size fits all capsule wardrobe. We're all going to have different versions based on all these elements, based on our lifestyle, based on where we live in the world based on the climate as well, but how we love to dress, how we want to look. We wrote down adjectives in the first episode in this series. How do you want to look? Do you want to dress? Do you want to look pulled together, polished? Do you want to look sexy? Do you want to look trendy? Do you want to look youthful? You know, what are the things that you want? How do you want to dress? Is your wardrobe sending those messages? Is there a gap between your wardrobe and the message that you want to send and how you'd love to dress? your aspirational Pinterest board. What pieces has it got on there? What pieces have you got in your wardrobe? So outfit formula is the rule of three. Number four, do your clothes flatter your body shape? You know, start to choose clothes that flatter your body shape. They say skinny jeans aren't in at the moment. If they suit you, wear them. Forget that, you know. Just if you love skinny jeans, they really suit your body shape, go for it. Try other types as well. And the thing is, if you're a classic person, you probably will be sticking to exactly the same sorts of cuts of clothes. Just make sure that your wardrobe doesn't look dated because cuts do change as time goes on. Fashion moves pretty fast. Even though you have a wardrobe that is classic, make sure the cuts of your trousers, etc. aren't dated, aren't five years ago. 
that's just a tip for a, a classic person. So do your clothes flatter your body shape. Grab my guide, lisagilbystyle.com forward slash free. And number five is colour. Look at your wardrobe. Have you got lots of colour in there? If you haven't, it doesn't mean that's wrong. It doesn't matter. It, it might mean that you're not confident. It could mean that. But it might also mean that you're just not someone who's attracted to colour. So people who are classic don't really have much colour in their wardrobe. Relaxed naturals don't either. You know, relaxed naturals. I'm a relaxed natural. I don't really like patterns. The only patterns I like are some stripes and polka dots. I love polka dots. And I do, I, I do like a bit of a floral as well. But I don't go for pattern really or colour that much. Avant-garde would have, you know, quite a lot of colour and pattern feminine girly might be quite sort of pink that kind of you know soft muted tones perhaps but they might have color too preppy would be more navies and creams and ivories and those sorts of colors the same as classic so look in your wardrobe you know there are clues there to your personal style if you're not drawn to the colors and patterns make sure it's not just a confidence thing though make sure this is coming from the right place Number six, shop with intent. If you know the wardrobe gaps before you shop, you won't be tempted. If you're like me and you're a magpie shopper, what I mean is, you know, you're just distracted by the next shiny new thing. Whenever um, an email pops up, what's new in? I'm, just, I'm all over it. I want to know what's new in all the time. I get bored quite easily. I've got a very active mind and I just like to have, you know, lots of clothes because I adore clothes and they give me lots of joy. But I know I'm a magpie shopper now and I know that I need to shop with intent. So when you shop, ask yourself, where can I wear this? What place does this piece have in my wardrobe? Can I wear it to lots of different events? You know, have I already got this in different colours in the wardrobe or a different version of this in the wardrobe? Therefore, I don't need it. Look at the quality of the piece as well. When you look up closely, some things can look really nice from a distance, but when then you go nearer and you really look at it, it's actually really bad quality. Do you really want that in your wardrobe? Especially if you want to look more polished or you're going for a job at work where you want to look like a leader, for example. You know, you don't want to be wearing cheap looking clothes. So try to really shop with intent. And if you go with a bit of a plan, it will be easier. If you're going for trousers or you're going for shoes, you've identified the gaps in your that are in your wardrobe. Number seven, identify brands that appeal to you. So once you've worked out more about your style, you'll know that if you're classic, a brand like Reefs is going to suit you a bit more because they do quite classic styles. Massimo Dutti or Massimo Dutti. Massimo Dutti, I'm not 100% sure how you pronounce it, but the bigger sister of Zara. They do quite classic clothes. Ralph Lauren, you know, those sorts of brands. Club Monaco. They're going to suit you. So identify some brands. Relax Natural would be Cezanne, the lovely French brand that the Duchess of Cambridge wore recently. I love Suzanne. That's really up my street. I do like a bit of whistles sometimes as well. Avant-garde's probably going to be quirky, independent kind of labels often. Feminine girlie's going to be, you know, anywhere that does dresses. So Rixo, for example. Rixo London that do beautiful dresses. And Preppy's going to be the same as Classic or maybe Abercrombie and Fitch and those sorts of places like that. So try to identify some brands that speak to you because they're going to be churning out clothes that appeal to you. Reformation is another brand that I absolutely love that really 
suits my kind of style and the way that I love to dress. And number eight, the final one, try and find a style icon. So, you know, I know this can be confusing, but obviously following influencers on Instagram is a really good thing. Influencers that dress in the way that you want to dress, but not too many because it can be confusing. But, you know, my style icon, who I try to channel, is a bit of Kate Moss and a bit of Alexa Chung. So both the way they dress to me is amazing. There's Rosie Hunterton-Whiteley, who's married to Jason Statham, the hard man, the action man. Um, She always looks amazing, right? She looks polished. Victoria Beckham, for example. That's not my style, though. And I know that. And I love the fact that I know that because I won't hanker after that. I won't compare and despair and think, oh, I wish I could look more classic. I wish I could look more polished. It's just not me. It's not me. I am more... Kate Moss, scruffy hair, you know, actually Kate Moss has got a bit of classic in her style as as well, but I admire that. She's obviously very fashion, not much colour, that sort of thing. But the thing is, if you sort of, you know, if you're shopping with intent and then you're thinking, would Kate Moss wear this? Would Alexa Chung wear this? Or, you know, would your style icon be wearing that? It might help to rein in and to really start to get that capsule wardrobe that is perfect for you, not perfect for someone else or what you're told in a magazine you need, you should have in your wardrobe. You know, everyone needs a white shirt. Everyone needs a trench coat. Everyone needs some loafers. Rubbish, nonsense. You're going to have your version of that. So my version of a white shirt is going to be a blouse because I'm feminine, relaxed and natural. I'm not classic. I don't like wearing white anyway. And I don't need a shirt. I don't like shirts. They they just don't feel comfortable to me or they don't feel right with my energy, my vibe, my personal style type. So I hope that was useful today. Thank you so much for listening. Please do subscribe so you can see when the next episodes are going to be released. And going forward, I'm going to be talking all about style, image and fashion. I'm going to be having some guests on here as well, but I'd always like to hear from you and what you would like me to cover. So drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. Say hello and let me know what you'd love me to cover on the podcast. It's great to be back. Take care and I'll see you next time. Thanks as always for listening and don't forget to subscribe. I hope that was useful and it's brought some clarity to your wardrobe so you can have less clothes but more outfits that you love. And I'll see you next time.